welcome to the first bonus episode of Beyond the Flow of Time, a little side project I've named What the Heckrin? This is where I will discuss obscure facts and lore about Chrono Trigger that otherwise wouldn't make it into the main podcast. These episodes will be about five minutes long, probably no more than ten, and they will release in the off weeks between the main episodes. This is also where, if anyone has fan fiction, crazy theories, anything they want to share, this is probably where it will be uh, hosted. And today, we're going to talk about the box art pertaining mostly to the original SNES release. So I've got it pulled up here, and right off the bat, there's a few things wrong. We've got Chrono in gloves and a cape. We have Marl in uh, like a purple-looking robe, and she's using fire magic. Yeah, I've got, I've got a little thing pulled up here. Uh, everything here is clearly identifiable. That's the Hecron. The tech they're, they're using is Arc Impulse. The location is the base of Death Peak in 2300 AD. The Keeper's Dome is visible in the background. Uh, the trees and everything's right. But the biggest problem is the Hecron is not in 2300 AD. So there's strike one. Um... <laughs> At the point the Hecron is encountered, that particular combination of party is not available. Arc Impulse is a lightning and water technique with fire not involved, and Marl can't use fire magic. I've read in a couple different places that this was concept art, and I don't know if they didn't think Chrono Trigger was going to take off, they didn't feel like recreating new box art maybe they really liked it maybe they didn't think anyone would notice this whole combination with this enemy this location these characters the clothes the technique appears like this nowhere in the game so if anyone has thoughts on this i know this is short like i said this is just gonna be Little tidbits of discussion, uh, fun stuff, just for me to put a little something out there in between the main episodes of Beyond the Flow of Time. Alright, I'm doing a little digging here. Um, as far as Marl using fire, a lot of people seem to think that that is the Frost Arc slash Arc Impulse tech. Um... And that the the art isn't doing a very good job of showing like what color it's actually supposed to be. As far as the altered clothing, with this being concept art, they could have played around with the idea of having, you know, it being winter, all the characters would wear clothing appropriate for the season. Which wouldn't make sense, because... Marl's clothes. Marl dresses like Princess Jasmine from Aladdin. She would not do very well on Death Peak in 2300 AD. I'm pretty sure the wind would, you know, cut right through that fabric. And it also would explain, you know, the gloves and the cape for Chrono. Maybe that's something we'll see in the HD 2D version if they would ever release it. To Because it's one of my biggest problems with older RPGs is you get 
some cool equipment. It has a great name, it's got good stats. You know, you think it's gonna look awesome and your character sprite doesn't change. I will say in Chrono Trigger, as most of you know, the weapons and the attack animations change, which, which is substantial for the time period, but the clothing and equipment never changes. So that would, I think that would be great. I think the armor would change and then the base layer of clothing, depending on what area you're in, could be altered or changed as well. But we can we can hope and dream. If we can't get HD 2D, at least at least give us a switch port with all the the DS bonus content and maybe a little bit more content. All the scrapped stuff, Singing Mountain and everything that didn't make it into the original SNES cut. But anyway, I'm going to wrap up this mini episode with some thank yous and credits. I hope you like this and keep coming back. Like I said, in the off weeks will be little episodes and then major episodes in the regular weeks. So thank you to everyone on the Chronoverse Facebook page for your love and support, especially through you know not giving up on me when I was sick for the past couple weeks. The thumbnail is by Ricardo Borquez. You can find him on Behance or DeviantArt by the handle code Borquez. The intro is Shake and Bake by Matthew Pablo. The ambience throughout was Bustling City by Brian Wysopel. And the outro was Berries by Seth Walker. This podcast is available on all major platforms. You can visit Beyond the Flow of Time on Facebook to find links or search your favorite podcast app. Also, if you have any ideas or topics you'd like discussed, art, fan fiction, anything at all, you can email me at beyondtheflowoftime at gmail.com or message the Facebook page. Episode 7 will be titled The Seed of Life and will release next week. Episode 8 will be titled Until the Very End and will be available in early July. Thank you for listening.